Welcome to Squawk 5353, the Private Pilot Podcast, Episode 24. I'm your host, Izzy Simon, a private pilot sharing my tips and tricks to make the skies a safer place. In today's episode, as it is the first episode of the month, I'll be sharing aviation news stories from the past month. Stay tuned for all this and more and Squawk 5353. Our first story today comes from GeneralAviationNews.com. The FAA creates pilots' records database. A new rule from the FAA will enable sharing of pilots' records among employers in an electronic database maintained by the agency. The final rule for the pilot records database requires airliners and other employers to report pilots' employment history, training, and qualifications to the database. The rule also requires employers to review records in the database when considering pilots for employment, according to FAA officials. FAA Administrator Steve Dickinson said, quote, It has been a long journey for the families of Colgan Flight 3407, but their tireless advocacy and continued engagement with the FAA has made this database a reality. With it, employers will be able to quickly and thoroughly make informed decisions to keep our skies safe. The rule will update the current records reporting process to meet information sharing requirements in the Airline Safety and FAA Extension Act passed by Congress in 2010. Once the transition period is complete, the databases will serve as the repository for pilot records from the FAA and records reported by current and previous employers. The database will include information such as your FAA pilot certificate information, such as certificates and ratings, the FAA summaries of unsatisfactory pilot applications for new certifications or ratings, FAA records of accidents, incidents, and enforcement actions, records from employers, pilot drug and alcohol records, and look at the pilot's motor vehicle driving record, and many other factors. The FAA will publish an advisory circular to accompany the final rule and will offer additional resources to support adoption by the aviation industry and the use of the database, officials added. In other aviation news, chaos created by pandemic could result in a better ATC system. The COVID-19 pandemic devastated the aviation system nationwide, according to the National Air Traffic Controllers Association, or NATCA. But NATCA President Paul Rinaldi recently told the Congressional Roundtable on Air Traffic Control Modernization that it could also give the United States the opportunity to create an even better air traffic control system. He said, quote, Out of the chaos of COVID-19, we have a historic opportunity to invest in our nation's aviation system in both technology and the physical infrastructures to help ensure the United States remains the gold standard for aviation worldwide. Speaking during the United States House of Representatives Committee on Transportation and Infrastructure Aviation Subcommittee, roundtable titled Final Approach, an update on ATC modernization, Rinaldi told elected officials that the FAA's physical infrastructure needs attention. In the roundtable, he also said, quote, Our en route centers are almost 60 years old. Many towers and tracons are in need of repair and replacement. Many of these facilities have exceeded their life expectancy. Some of these facilities need critical replacement of systems such as roofs, windows, HVAC systems, elevators, and plumbing, end quote. Rinaldi described the COVID-19 pandemic as the unthinkable, but he also expressed optimism that, 
With a vaccinated workforce of aviation safety professionals and traffic levels returning to roughly 80% of pre-pandemic levels, brighter days are ahead for modernizing the national airspace system. Rinaldi also emphasized that collaboration between NATCA and the FAA has been key during the pandemic and will remain crucially important moving forward in modernizing the national air traffic system. One of his final quotes of his presentation was, quote, Over the years, we have highlighted that a stop-and-go funding stream will negatively affect the aspects of our national airspace system, Rinaldi said. It undermines air traffic control services, staffing, hiring, training, and timely implementation of long-term modernization. It also affects preventative maintenance of FAA physical infrastructure. Our next story comes from GeneralAviationNews.com. Latest numbers show progress for general aviation. Sales of general aviation aircraft showed signs of progress within the industry according to the latest figures from General Aviation Manufacturers Association, or GAMA. In its general aviation aircraft shipments and billing reports for the first quarter of 2021, GAMA reports that deliveries increased for turbine helicopters and propeller airplanes, while business jets and piston helicopter shipments were flat compared to the same period of 2020, which in its closing weeks saw the onset of the pandemic. Pete Bunce, GAMA president and CEO, said, quote, The first quarter of 2021 shows progress for the industry. He goes on to say, quote, It is encouraging to see manufacturers begin to bounce back from the impacts of the pandemic, end quote. He cautions, however, that we are not yet in the clear. Looking at the numbers, piston aircraft sales for the beginning of 2020 were 219, and for the first quarter of 2021 were 235, which is a 7.3% increase. Business jets had a total of 114 sales in the first quarter of 2020, but only 113 sales in the beginning of 2021. Overall, there was a total of 404 aircraft sold in the first quarter of 2020 and 432 sold in the first quarter of 2021, which is a 6.9% increase. Looking at rotorcraft, piston rotorcraft sold 37 in the first quarter of 2020, but only 36 in the first quarter of 2021, with a negative 2.7% decrease. Turbine rotorcraft, on the other hand, sold 85 in the first quarter of 2020 and 92 in the first quarter of 2021. Overall, rotorcraft saw a 4.9% increase from 122 sold in the first quarter of 2020 to 128 being sold in the first quarter of 2021. Pete Bunce went on to say, quote, The industry continues to face headwinds, especially with ongoing supply chain issues and pandemic-related restrictions and constraints to global travel. It is important that we continue working with governments to assist in strengthening our supply chain, safely easing travel-related restrictions, and protecting our highly skilled workforce, end quote. As well as new aircraft sales being on the rise, used aircraft sales have also been on the rise when data is compared from April of 2020 and April of 2021. According to the latest figures from the International Aircraft Dealers Association, dealers accredited by the association closed 106 deals in April 2021, compared to just 53 in April of 2020. The strong April sales performance came on the heels of the first quarter where the International Aircraft Dealers Association members registered 211 aircraft sales, marking a return to a pre-pandemic bizjet economy. The group closed the quarter with another 246 aircraft under contract. 
Again, just looking at the stats, closed deals rose from 53 to 106. Acquisition agreements grew from 27 to 57. Aircraft under contract increased from 60 to 115. Deals that fell apart shrunk from 31 to 12, and deals with lowered prices dropped from 36 to only 3. The International Aircraft Dealers Association began tracking pre-owned sales metrics for business aircraft in April of 2020 on a monthly basis as a result of the volatile market conditions caused by the pandemic. In fun aviation news, many pilots have heard the myth that you can break your compass and use the fluid inside as a fire cider in an emergency situation. Thanks to research by William E. Du Bois, I now know that you can use your compass as a fire starter. The FAA has produced basic survival skills for aviation, which gives pilots tips for surviving in the wild if they do have to make an off-field landing. And what do you know? In the book, you can see that using your compass oil, as they call it, or fluid, can be used as a fire starter along with using your air filter as kindling. Also according to the book, if you don't have a match, just use the landing light lens as a magnifying glass to get the fire going. Meanwhile, if you run out of compass fluid, the fluid from your turn and bank indicator is also flammable, as well as brake fluid, although the degree to which depends on the type. Du Bois also did research into the original name of a whiskey compass. There are two main theories. The first is that the early compasses had alcohol in them for a non-freezing substance and hence got the name whiskey. The second common explanation for the origin of the name is that the proper name for the device is a wet compass and the acrophonic for W is whiskey. The problem with that theory, as charming as it sounds, is that W didn't become whiskey until after World War II. Prior to that, it was William and for a couple of years prior to that, from 1920 through 1946, it was Washington. Not to only talk about finances on today's episode, but as information from the first quarter is published, it is interesting to see how companies are recovering post-pandemic. There shows to be a slow and steady recovery beginning for the avionics industry. The latest avionics market report from the Aircraft Electronics Association shows that there was more than $568 million in business and general aviation avionics sales in the first three months of 2021. And while that is a 13.9 decrease from total sales compared to the $660 million sold in the first quarter of 2020, there is some bright news on the horizon according to Aircraft Electronics Association officials. Sales in January, February, and March of 2021 represented nearly a 1% increase in sales from the fourth quarter of 2020 and marked the third consecutive quarter of increasing sales. The truly bright spot in the latest report, forward fit sales, or avionics installed by aircraft manufacturers during original production, increased 18.7% over the fourth quarter of 2020. Of the more than 568 million in the first quarter of 2021, 53.7 came from the retrofit market, while forward-fit sales amounted to 46.3 of the first quarter sales. Mike Adamson, CEO and President of Aircraft Electronics Association, said, quote, With avionics sales trending in the right direction over the last nine months, it appears that a slow and steady industry recovery is underway. The last six months of 2020 saw a rebound in retrofit sales, and it's encouraging to see forward-fit sales up sharply from the previous quarter in the aircraft manufacturing sector.
As new products are introduced at the Aircraft Electronics Association convention in June and EAA's AirVenture in July, I'm hopeful that avionics manufacturers will be able to clear some of the supply chain hurdles they face and continue this upward trend." End quote. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Squawk 5353. If you haven't done so already, please consider donating to my Patreon. For those of you who don't know, Patreon is a way for you to financially support the show. This show takes a lot of time each week to research, write, record, and edit. It would mean the world to me if you went over to my Patreon and considered donating to the show. If you enjoyed this week's episode, make sure to share it with a friend. Want to read more about the stories mentioned in today's podcast? There's a link in the show notes which includes all the resources. To access the show notes, simply click the little eye symbol or the player image in whatever podcast listening app you are using. Also in the show notes is a link to my Patreon and my email. If you have any questions or ideas for future episodes, please email me. One last thing, make sure to subscribe to this podcast so that new episodes are automatically downloaded to your phone. Again, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Squawk 5353, and let's make the skies a safer place. <laughs>